And we're back with the Junior Funners. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, we're back now. You're not getting rid of us that easy. Uh, so it's, uh, as usual, it's, it's me, it's Ollie Munster, and, uh, and it's him. It's Lawrence Yates. Hi, listeners. Hello. And uh, we're, uh, yeah, we're in the, uh, in the secure location for this week's episode. Um, not in the fun shack, but uh, I don't know, this is making a pretty good... Uh, Pretty good base for uh, for mm. recording. We'll, we'll see. I think we'll we'll kind of go back and forth. See uh, see what suits us better. But uh, yeah, we're we're back. We took a little uh, little break because uh, I went to a music festival. Uh, more on that later. But uh, yeah, so we we went off for a couple of weeks. And uh, in case you haven't read the podcast description, this is the show, the only show uh, where we talk about Arsenal Football Club and all things related to that and football and also just. Uh, stuff we like um we talk about that as well we're the only show that talks about stuff we like incidentally so you won't find you won't find that kind of content anywhere else folks um so we better we got a lot to catch up on so we'll get right into the arsenal news Yeah, so I think we've missed a couple of Arsenal matches plus an England match, haven't we? That we need to just uh, yeah recap. So I think we, when we last recorded, we predicted. <laughs> I think in our in our wildest, most optimistic dreams, we thought that there might might be a chance we'd come away from Anfield with a draw. Yeah, like if everything went right, the best case scenario was that we wouldn't lose. Mm. Um, and. Yeah, we lost, but it wasn't quite as uh, it wasn't quite as much of a bloodbath as it has no. been in the last few years. So three one was the uh, the final score. Um, yeah, a couple of couple of errors by uh, well, I, yeah, I think there's a couple of errors by a few defenders, but David Louise obviously stood out for for one of them. It's why I said. Uh, in another episode, uh, why I was a WWE skeptic because mm. he does things like that. He's very error prone, and I yeah. began to wonder whether he <laughs> like that. Um, it was only better just banter, but all the Chelsea fans were like, "Well, he's going to go play for Arsenal and sabotage." <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, <laughs> he did it twice. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. If it, I think yeah, it's it's. Partly it's, it's David Luiz being David Luiz, and then I think part of it is just you've got to give it up for this Liverpool yeah. side just being that good. Like, it's just, you know, if it wasn't going to come from a mistake from David Luiz, it was going to come from somewhere. Like, they were just, like, Mo Salah was very clearly in the mood. Mm. Um, and he was, yeah, he, he was in, uh, yeah, pretty spectacular form for the whole match, I thought. Um, but yeah, yeah, David Luiz didn't didn't really do a lot to uh, silence the the doubters um, with with that performance. Yeah. But overall, like I said, it wasn't as um, it wasn't as embarrassing as it has been. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, like overall, I think they they looked uh, Arsenal looked a little more. Uh, I don't know, organized than yeah. they have done. It's so well. You can't go and press them because they will exploit you. Yeah. So you have to essentially play very narrow and just play zonally. Yeah, every single you, player you, in their you're team damned is either an way. <laughs> Like The match of the day analysis was pretty bad, even from Ian Wright, but especially from 
uh, Danny Murphy, which I, I want to go off on for a bit. Like, yeah, like Danny Murphy was complaining that we Arsenal hadn't learned their lesson and that they were playing to Liverpool's strengths by when they had the ball because Liverpool liked to press. So rather than keeping the ball, you should just hit it long. Yeah, that's uh, that's not playing to Liverpool's strengths. Just hitting the ball and then giving yeah. it straight back to Liverpool. Yeah, I, I, we had a plan. You could tell just when. Because uh, Liverpool like to push Robertson and Alexander Arnold extremely yeah. up uh, high and forward, they leave space in, in out wide. So you have Aubameyang and Pepe as kind of like wingers slash strikers who yeah. just drift into that, exploit it on the counter, and it almost worked. We could have yeah. Nicolas Pepe had a chance. Aubameyang yeah. had an amazing chance, and I it, it just it could have yeah. worked, but yeah. um, unfortunately Liverpool. Uh, you know, they're just that good. They're just like, that they good. really. Like, it's just, yeah, it's 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 annoying, really. I think if we if we'd played like that against, uh, I don't know, United, mm. you know, we would have probably won pretty comfortably. But yeah. yeah, it's like it's funny how Spurs play that kind of four four two diamond where Son and Kane sort of play a bit wider on the counter. When, when it, you know, depending if they're playing someone like Liverpool or yeah. whatever. And Pochettino is considered like a genius and oh, what a tactical mastermind. And yet Emery doesn't know what he's doing. It is like, what a fraud. It's so funny that he was like definitely going to leave. Like, you remember, like, he was definitely going to be the next Man United manager like yeah. less than a year ago. Like, how, how long ago even? What, I feel like that's like. Yeah, that's less than a year ago. Isn't I had it? Like, like probably Real Madrid as well. Ago. Yeah, he was like. He was like next in line to be United manager and like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was just going to be the caretaker yeah. until they could get Pochettino and then it was like yeah like all of that just everyone's got such short memories all of that's just complete and then like you said it was like oh he's off to Real Madrid it was the other one like you know he's he's always had his eye on the Madrid job and it's yeah. like I think if that was true he'd probably have gone a long time ago yeah like, I, you know I, especially having just lost a Champions League final as well like because why he said he have gone already he said something like in the build-up to the to the Champions League final that if we win, we uh, we go home. And and then press was kind of like, "What do you mean by that? What did you mean? You, are you going to leave Spurs? Are you going to leave? <laughs> Please don't leave Spurs." Like, yeah, um, yeah. It's just like, well, what can you do? You just, I mean, the basic thing you can do against Liverpool just get as narrow as you can and try to cut out passing lanes. Yeah, it- try down the counter. That's all you can do. Like I said, it's yeah, they're, and we they're all... nearly could have done it, but unfortunately, it's like I thought. I mean, we got one goal, but yeah. I kind of thought with not with Allison not being a goal, we would probably get maybe two, but yeah, because you know, but um, yeah, never mind. There's a couple um, of chances just didn't come off, but yeah, it's... but I just think it's always funny whenever I my conspiracy that whenever Arsenal lose, they the pre, that people in the pundit football punditry really like to. Stick it in. They really yeah. like to jab Arsenal fans and say shit that they wouldn't say otherwise if it was United or Spurs or Chelsea. I think it's just. It, I think it, part of it is just the manner in which Arsenal have, have like, where there is like such a, a deep rooted pattern of like how Arsenal's season has gone over the last decade plus, mm-hmm. and like the way that they have. You can point to the statistics of being, you know. Against the top six teams, they do the you know they never they away from home they never seem to win. That is something that does bother me a little bit, like you're saying, because mm. it is like you know at the Emirates they have 
you know, they, they have beaten City and they've beaten Liverpool and like, you know, like they have, they have gotten results at the Emirates, but they'll always point to like, yeah, but away from home against the top six, they haven't won a game for 500 years. <laughs> it's like, like they act like it's like, yeah. it's yeah. Like they act like it's this like long standing thing. And it's like, yeah, in reality, it's like, I think that, yeah, it's like they beat, they beat City at the Etihad in, I think, 2015. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's pretty. But then it's like, yeah, like teams like, the teams like City and Liverpool have, they've just gotten better and better and better. Like, it's just like, I think like, you know, I don't agree with Gary Neville very often, but in his like punditry on the, the Sky coverage that I watched, he said that it was like, you know, Arsenal didn't actually play no. much worse than you would expect them to. Mm. It's just Liverpool were just that much. Liverpool are just that yeah. much better. Liverpool are that good. Um, that it's just, yeah, once they're in the mood, like it, there's just no stopping them. Even if you, even if you have people that are better than David Luiz, <laughs> like it's just, yeah, there's no way to, to contain that. So, and it's, yeah, everyone, like you were saying, everyone apart from like, everyone apart from like the goalkeeper and the two centre backs, they're all attacking players. Like yeah. they're all, they're all like attack minded, like forward playing players. They've all got pace and strength and, they just yeah they they press so, and move off the ball so quickly that it's just yeah how how do you how do you account for that like you know if should have just played long ball should have got like yeah. a six foot seven centre forward just hit the ball exactly yeah so that's what we should have done bring back Giroud and yeah like and it, yeah because it's again it's not like it's not like Liverpool's defence kept the most clean sheet you know it's mm. not like Liverpool have the best centre half in the world who could easily just stop any long balls getting to getting to whoever you've got up front like it's it's yeah such a that, yeah it's that's a such an outdated way of like it's a real like relic now yeah. the game has moved so far beyond just lumping it up to a to a lanky center forward it's like it's mm. ugh. Uh, so yeah that was the liverpool match <clears throat> um and then immediately after that we had the uh, the north london derby um it's uh, yeah always always very hotly contested and it's uh, yeah it's uh, it's fun to see it so early in the season mm. um i didn't get to watch any of it because i was i was at the uh, the festival that i mentioned earlier um tried to follow it along on my phone but the the reception there was was awful um but yeah coming back from from two goals down yeah. two nil uh, sorry uh, two all the final score um what was your what was your take well um i kind of feel like we should have won that. I kind of feel we should have won that game, but um, it's just typical Arsenal, really. They just, I don't know what it is. They um, but then with that, just parry, parrying the ball and straight into Ericsson. He uh, likes you know, to do that. And uh, Granite Shaka, I, I don't know. I, I really don't want Granite Shaka anywhere near the first team. He, <laughs> he's yeah. just he, he, uh, it's just it, it annoys me. There's such sinful mistakes like that, and it's just. Yeah. yeah, but um, Guendouzi, I thought, all of a sudden decided to take the game by the scruff of the neck and try and, and all of a sudden he became almost yeah. like the man of the match. Yeah, and uh, yeah, got that equal assist for Aubameyang, equalise. Mm-hmm. Um, I was following along on the um, Sofa Score app, oh, and okay. um, it's a pretty decent app. Um, and I was like, and it said three two. I was like, yes, good. And I was, oh. Disallowed offside. Ugh. Yeah, that's going to happen a lot. That is going to happen a lot this season. 
Yeah. Um, uh, I, we, should, we, we dominated in that second half. It was like, I was looking at stats, it was like 60, 65% possession for Arsenal, that entire second half. It was just... everything. Yeah, everything I was reading about after the match sort of was focused more on how Tottenham screwed it up from a 2-0 from a lead to the fact mm. that they were basically lucky to come away with a point. Um, and it, it, yeah, it... Like like you're saying, yeah, Bernd Leno does. It, I've, you've, I've seen it in every match up to this point. He does just hair out the box and flap at the ball. Mm. That he doesn't seem particularly convincing when he comes to punch, uh, punch the ball clear. And Xhaka as well is is like he he did almost the exact same thing last season, didn't he, against uh, Palace, where he gave away just an absolutely like ludicrous penalty. He sort of made up for it because I think he scored a free kick after mm. that. Um, but yeah, it's just like he, he's he's got those sort of rash mistakes in him. They don't seem to have. He hasn't matured beyond it. Like he's still doing it, and he's now been at the club was it four seasons, mm. uh, three or four I seasons. Think, I think Emery now has. Um, I think he has a, an idea of what his midfield will be like: Torreira, Sabas, and Guendouzi. Yeah, I think that's going to be it. And the, I just yeah. think Jacker is just so slow and not very mobile. Yeah, yeah it kind def- of blows my mind that he's like regularly picked as captain yeah. as well. Um, but somehow he always does well for Switzerland. Yeah. I don't know how. It's a mystery. Yeah. He always does all right for Switzerland. Yeah, I don't know, maybe it's like a, yeah, big big fish in a little pond or something. Yeah. Or, that's not really fair to Switzerland. They've got, they got, they got a lot of good players, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, some people just, yeah, manage to turn it on when they're playing for the country don't they and it's yeah who else was England had a uh, who was it Mkhitaryan was... as well does it oh, for, yeah, for Armenia yeah, got yeah. a goal against um, Bosnia <laughs> Hotskovnia yeah. yeah um yeah oh Mkhitaryan's gone oh damn oh yeah he came that's... on he came on for a bit in the London derby didn't really do anything you know he's mm. gone alone to Roma mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's um the whole <laughs> Sanchez, Mkhitaryan saga is, they've both gone, they've both yep. gone to Italy. Yep, they've just, yeah, so Sanchez has joined Lukaku. Head into Milan. And, uh, yeah, that's, the wheel turns, I guess, it's just, yeah. There might be someone different winning the league in Italy for a change rather than Juventus. Mm. Inter, pretty good. Yeah, I don't know, it depends. But, um, yeah. yeah. I follow Italian football, because I'm oh, such a pretentious. No big deal. Snob. Yeah. I follow Italian football. But uh, yeah, I don't know because Juventus are, they, they they've they've got they've got Cristiano Ronaldo, haven't they? So that's, yeah, he's like, that's, old. Yeah, uh, yeah, but he's still he's still got it. Yeah, but it's like um, against crappy Italian clubs. <laughs> yeah, he's making his money. Yeah, but then I don't know. You never know because in Italy, like you know, they famously had the the whole like corruption and yeah. match fixing scandal. So yeah, that could also be part of it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Um. But yeah, so Arsenal, uh, yeah, one point from the last two games, but that's not that. Like we kind of knew mm. that we weren't going to beat Liverpool. Getting a point, coming rescuing a point against Spurs is is good. Um, yeah, can only really play who's in front of them from now on, I guess. Um, and it's still, yeah, you know, the, the table's still you know taking shape. It's early in the yeah. season. Um, yeah, we haven't we haven't fallen too far behind yet. I don't so. think we're going to be as bad as United or Chelsea this year. I think. No way, no. They're going to be dropping points 
Yeah. Because it's just... I love the... Um, United fans really seem to be have gone full... Um, I'm not going to say the uh, the word, cause, uh, but uh, they've gone full... Uh, <laughs> Full, uh, you know, full, full team rocket. Yeah, full, full team rocket. And because uh, um, I saw, so the, you see all these sort of bants that they do bants, and yeah. uh, they do mask on, mask off, and they have a Bamiang with, and then mask off Shemek. And I'm like, they're just really taking the mick now. He <laughs> won the golden boot last yeah. season. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's pretty incredible. And they've always got a Pogba out. They've always got a Pogba ad- Avi or something like that. Always Pogba yeah. or it's, Oli, yeah. Oli got a Solskjaer, something like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's just... Or Daniel James is the new guy. They're, they're, they're using Daniel James because he's like, scored three goals in the last... Yeah. And uh, uh, Nicolas Pepe, uh, no goals, uh, only one assist so far. Uh, you spent 70 million on him. Uh, he's, he's a flop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, four games in. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, bear in mind he played most of the uh, African nations. African nations. uh, Still adjusting to a different country. A full preseason. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's adjusting to a new league in a new country. Uh, But yeah, and also, let's not forget United have. uh, Yeah. So have United won a game since the opening, since they beat Chelsea? They They haven't, have they? I related to um because uh, Watford sacked uh, Javi Gracia. Yeah, and then brought and he back. hasn't won. He, he had won like four games in the last time, only fifteen. But Solskjaer had won only like three, <laughs> and he'd and he'd, he's still at United somehow. So is it, yeah, the, the equivalent. We want him to stay at United. That's the thing. We different. We want Ole Gunnar Solskjaer yeah. to stay. So as the, long as he's there, the equivalent would be like because they brought back Flores, haven't they? They brought Kike yeah. Sanchez Flores. So it'd be like the equivalent would be like United sacking Solskjaer and then bringing back two the manager Ryan from Giggs. two managers ago. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like yeah, either Ryan Giggs or uh, or Van Gaal, I guess, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah it'd be like then bringing back Louis Van Gaal. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I want to talk about. We could talk about Roy Keane. He was in the news. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was one of the pundits for the England match as well. Oh yeah. Um, I had the sound real... down though because unfortunately, as much as I love right Ian Dixon. Yeah. Uh, Ron Keane annoys the shit out of me. So I, I just, because I, like you said, where he was in the news this week, I was fascinated to hear what he had to, what insight, what knowledge he was going to drop, and he really didn't disappoint. Uh, he was talking about the, yeah, the, the like, bear in mind, England are 1-0 up, comfortably 1-0 up against Bulgaria in a in a qualifying match. And it's just, but he's still talking about, like, the attitude of the midfielders, no, no, this is a disgrace, they're not even trying. And, it's, and then it's just like, it's, yeah. Because because they're not breaking legs and scraping exactly yeah people's ankle you know with their boots mm. and uh, you know barking at the ref yeah their eyebrows aren't furrowed enough yeah. they don't look angry enough like it's just yeah yeah um but yeah so I suppose that yeah the moving on from the Arsenal news then yeah we the the England match um what was it, it was four 0 the final yeah. score yeah um yeah textbook pretty much um kind of <laughs> only only England can win four 0 and still people complain. It yeah, it's like England fans are probably. I mean, we talk about a lot of different types of football fans, but England fans are probably the worst. Yeah, um, just the the most entitled. Um, Amazed there isn't like an England fan TV. Yeah, like God, can you imagine? That'd be so. That'd be so hilarious. bad. So bad, but yeah, yeah, they they yeah they they did the job uh, comfortably. 
I mean, you kind of feel for Bulgaria. You know, they 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 made. I think like obviously the first goal was a giant mistake by the goalkeeper, um, and then they gave away two penalties, which were definitely penalties, but kind of again just sort of silly, naive maybe mistakes from the the defenders. But yeah, you know, England did what they had to do. Um, Kind of missed the days when Bulgaria in the nineties, where they had like Stoichkov and mm. players like that. Anyway, well, he might still be playing a lot of like the average age of their team is like thirty four or something. Like, there's a yeah. lot of a lot of very old men <laughs> um, playing in that Bulgaria team. Yeah, I, I do kind of miss that nineties era football. So many like great players from all sorts of different countries. Like, yeah, um, they don't make them like that anymore. No, exactly. No, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, England uh, playing Kosovo, uh, Kosovo. Yeah. Um, to, as we record this, that's tomorrow night. So mm. I think by the time this comes out, that will probably have happened. Um, again, you would expect. Is this home? Is it home? I it is, yeah, I believe it's nearby in uh, in Southampton. Actually, they're playing mm. at St Mary's. Um, so yeah, uh, fierce, fierce local rivals to Bournemouth, uh, Southampton. Um, yeah, yeah. Legendary, yeah. legendary rivalry between the two clubs there on the south coast. They call it the whenever they play each other, they call it El Clasico. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, legendary. Yeah. The you know the Saints fans hate Bournemouth, and Bournemouth hate the Saints fans, and it's yeah, it's real, real tense stuff. Um, so, so yeah. Um, that's <laughs> uh, a little Easter egg for anyone that is a Bournemouth fan. Um, but yeah, uh, so you would expect that's a, another sort of, you know, textbook, uh, you know, three points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can, um, if Stone doesn't get a goal, oh, the press going to be on him like, like, uh, like, uh, mm. like vultures. Like flies on shit. Like flies on shit. Yeah. yeah. Sterling didn't score. What's, How dare he? What the hell? What? Well, that's because he's not getting paid. That's why he's not he's, overpaid. He's only cares about the money. Only cares about money. He's only a he's club only versus a, country. He's only a world class player when he's getting paid. Yeah. He's, he's only the best player in the league when he's getting paid to do it. Six yard, six yard tapping. Yeah, uh. yeah. Um, but I think it, yeah, isn't he, he? He's like he's on a pretty good streak in terms of scoring yeah. for England now, isn't he? And, he? and he set up most of the goals on Saturday. Mm. So yeah, I, everyone just leave Raheem Sterling alone please like, it's just so stupid um, so I'm amazed he's only 24 I'm like yeah, he's what so, he's so little he's isn't he he's 24 so, yeah he's a little baby he's yeah like, it's, it's ridiculous there are times where like I've, I've read on the BBC where like people said oh he could be a good, as good as Messi like, in terms of goal scoring I, I'm starting to sort of somewhat in a way agree <laughs> to an extent yeah I mean it's yeah I mean he's, he's this good now and maybe he's... not like literally like Messi but he can you know he, he He's quick, he's responsive to the, you know... I think, yeah, I mean, we, we, we talked about it on a, and... a previous episode with, uh, with with Gary, but, yeah, I think he, he, he is... He's the real deal, I think. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's been doing it for long enough now um, that, it, yeah, it's clearly not just like a... He's not just had, like, one good season. Like, he is... He's, he is the... He's more or less the finished product, and he is only 24, um, which would imply that, you know, barring some sort of serious injury... He could get even better, which is insane to think about. But yeah, man. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's, that's that's is that any other any other football news we got to address? Like we talked about the Mkhitaryan and Sanchez. Sanchez finally uh, mm. ended his 
miserable time. Uh, well, and El Nini went is gone on loan to. Um, oh yeah. Is it Breshiktas, mm. I think Breshiktas. Yeah. In Turkey and Mustafi is staying. Yeah, Mustafi's still there somehow. somehow. And uh, yeah, I suppose because we can't offload any defenders because Saliba is all still on loan. Mm. But he's still apparently been listed still in the squad, which is uh. weird. He's on loan, but he's listed in the squad. Right. Okay. It's weird. Uh. I don't understand that. Yeah. That's you. You get that sometimes with like yeah, like in fantasy football where it's like players that have gone off on loan, but they still show up. You can still select them yeah, for your team. You can still select the Kaku, I think, on <laughs> Yeah, so you can probably, yeah, you can probably still select, yeah, him, Sanchez, Mikatar. You can yeah. probably do a whole team of just players that have been transferred abroad. Um, I think you should still count if they get a goal in Seattle. Yeah, why not? Why yeah. not? They're playing the same game, aren't yeah, they? It's, it's not like they're cares? playing a different, different sport or anything. <laughs> I do remember um, Channel Four did have used to have um, a fantasy league for Italian football, and I did briefly try it, but. Mm. I didn't join any leagues, so I was sort of on my own. Just sort yeah. of like, oh, I did all right today, 50 points. Yeah, well done, me. <laughs> no one will believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, was there any other... Uh, uh, oh, uh, well... Um, I mean, I was going to talk about breaking in his... He likes to. I think we can bring we, up the old wounds, but we can that. do. A, we can move on to our next segment. I think because yeah. we've got okay. a lot of. Um, I don't know what we because there's a lot because there's another thing I want to talk. We haven't something that I am frankly amazed we haven't brought up sooner. It's taken us 13 episodes to get to. Is uh, is uh, what's his name? Is it Mark Goldbridge? Yeah. The fact that we haven't brought him up before. Um, so yeah, we. I mean, we, yeah, we talk about <laughs> for an Arsenal podcast. We do talk about Man United quite a lot, but it's rent like, free. Uh. Is yeah, exactly. But I think it's because they're also United fans are also kind of like you know it's like uh why are you obsessed with us like uh yeah so it's but yeah there's obviously like a long a long bit of rivalry unlike the unlike the Southampton Bournemouth rivalry which i just made up uh there is a genuine rivalry between united and arsenal that goes back uh 20 25 years mm. and uh yeah you know growing up as an arsenal fan as a kid having listened to united fans uh you know Talking as somebody who various levels of nonsense, as somebody like myself who was briefly did support Manchester United when he was young, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where I, you, you have this sort of I have this kind of eternal guilt. You're rebelling against it, but <laughs> like, it's, yeah. oh god, it's still there. I remember <laughs> when I was a kid like, watching the like Harry Potter Champions uh, League final, going yay! Harry Potter's scar, you know, yeah. it's like it's, it's your link to to the dark side, you know, yeah. it's, his, it's his link to Voldemort. It's like I still have a United shirt in my old bedroom drawer. Ooh. God, we should like auction that off. <laughs> um, yeah, start the Patreon and auction yeah. that off. Um, but yeah, so what? Uh, what are we gonna? What can we call this sort of United-related uh, chat segment? Um, uh, well, I, I don't know. I have to come up with something. Um, yeah, the the devils in the in the in the. The devil wears. Uh, uh, oh, we should have thought of this before we started recording. Yeah, never mind. All right, we'll we'll come back to that anyway. So yeah, because we'll, Roy Keane uh, was in the news this week. Um, what is he promoting? Like a book or something, yeah. or is he just? I don't know. I think they just Island had playing. I think they just. I don't know. Some off the ball. I think it's called a. Podcast, I think. Right. I've never listened to it, but uh, they had some kind of live event. 
and invited Roy Keane and Gary Neville. But, boy, oh boy. Yes. And, uh, sorry, I burped. And um, Gary Neville didn't really say anything. He just sat there. And it, was just, it just became about Roy Keane. <laughs> and just the drooling morons in the crowd. Yeah. Shouting, Keane, Keane. And he's just, he just, he can't help himself. As soon as he gets a little, it's like a shark, isn't it? That little yeah, droplet of blood. And blood he's, in the water. He's going crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. you bring up Ferguson. Or the Ireland World Cup 2002, yeah. Mick McCarthy, yeah. anything like that. Any any of the current uh, Irish players who he's fallen out with, anybody he's <laughs> basically anybody he's fallen out with, yeah. he, he will just yeah. go off on one, and it's hilarious, but at the same time, incredibly stupid and just... It's pathetic, really, is, is what it is. Like he's, you know, he's a, he's a grown man. Like yeah. well in, well, he must be well into his 50s now. Like he's, yeah, just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, just pathetic. Like, he, still, he still has this, like, I don't know, would I, I always kind of think, would I be scared of him if I saw him? I don't, I don't think, because he's, isn't he really short? Like, he's I not, think he's, he's only not a big like, man, is he? I think he's only like six, maybe six foot. I don't think, I don't he's, think he's, even, he's particularly tall. I don't think he's even that. I'm going to, I'm going to look at while you, while you keep talking. Yeah. That. Um, so they, as they do, because it's, you know, I just think he's very, he's not particularly bright if he can constantly takes the bait. Yeah. And uh, they just they just ask you so so uh, what what have you moved on have you moved on have you uh, made up with and he just can't help I don't want to do an Irish impression cause, yeah <laughs> but he just he can't help but yeah it's like and just... another thing uh, John John Walters he's got the thing with uh, ex uh, Stoke City he used to play for him at Ipswich yeah John Walters is kind of a box box kind of winger slash striker sort of player but he wasn't particularly good he, eh, he did alright at Stoke for a bit I guess but anyway he uh, had him at Ipswich and he'd fallen out of him because uh, it was during a transfer window and uh, uh, John Moore just kept coming to the office and saying oh clubs are coming in clubs are coming in for me and Roy Keane was getting more and more annoyed <laughs> and he just started like locked him, physically locked him in the office apparently he started bellowing at him oh, shouting at him God. Just like, yeah. And then um, he always got to bring out, he's a great mode man motivator, that Roy Keane. He's very good at, um, well, he tells players basically that they haven't won any trophies. Yeah. He negs them to, to death. Yeah. Basically. Just neg players. And uh, the, the only way it's, that it's they... It's proven, like time and time again, we've seen it, you know, not just in football, but in any any kind of pursuit. If you're, you know, if you've got to, if you've got to lead a, a team of people, um just constantly reminding them of how much better you are than them and also just just bully, bullying them will just get the best result. bullying them into yeah. uh winning is just that yeah classic kind of abusive results. psycho behavior of yeah like, uh he only responds with violence like he talks about how much he loves brian clough despite brian clough like punching him supposedly yeah, yeah brian clough the- punched him yeah and he still says well, he's, I, I still remember thinking, what a, what a great, you're such a great manager. Yeah, like, yeah, the, the quote I think is that, yeah, he was like, yeah, Brian Clough punched me and I could tell he was really upset. And I just immediately, I thought, you're a great manager, which is like, no, the fuck you didn't, Keen. Like, you're like, you probably, like, that's, you, like, there's no way Roy Keane had that thought in that moment. Like, he would have had to, like, Either, either he had to. Someone had to hold him back from yeah. trying to trying to nut Brian Clough, or he just probably had a flashback to his childhood when his dad probably beat the shit out of him. Like, is because that is 
he is like very clearly stuck in a cycle of abuse where it's just like all he understands is violence and it's just yeah. like that's what he thinks gets results because you know that's how he quote unquote succeeded and he oh we could, I just, we could talk about so many things like um incidentally Roy Keane is 5'10 ah okay so he yeah not I not a six foot not a tall ways. gentleman not pretty yeah um, he's a manlet he's a yes <laughs> Is it? Yeah, well, is bad. It? That word that says it all. Yeah. Uh, but um, there was the other one where I think it, it seems to me from what he says, he did an interview for Man United TV, and he started going off about players' wages, and then he started saying, "But it's none of my business. Uh, the players' wages are my business." It's like you were probably talking shit about players, yeah. and it probably wasn't good for Man United TV. Frog, like so. Yeah, Bergson probably had a, <laughs> a reason to like, yeah, you know, drop him from the team. Yeah, because he, he was probably, probably as Roy Keane does, probably uh, talk shit about people. Yeah, and uh, people don't like it when you talk shit about them. And uh, I remember him like talking about like the reason Arsenal were never going to win any trophies was because the players are more interested in like taking selfies in the changing yeah. rooms. I think that might have been a fake quote because I think. I remember I saw this on Twitter where, like, they were talking to you. I think it might have been a fake credit someone made, like, a, one of these parody accounts where he's, like, ranting I, about, um, oh, Jason Lingard would rather uh, be a Twitch streamer than play football. I think that might be fake, but he, he did definitely... Yeah. The yeah, Arsenal I, thing was... Because de- I remember reading articles about it. You might um, probably. Yeah. He did... I think he did say that, and it's, like, again, it's, like... Like, because Arsenal are the the Arsenal players are the only players that do any form of social media. It's not like, you know, it's not like Paul Pogba has yeah. however many millions of followers yeah. on Instagram. Jesse Lingard or, and yeah, or like or like Sanchez had like a huge thing on Instagram because of his dogs. Like people, you know, he's he's always posting about his dogs. Like it's mm. yeah, yeah. Like it's, uh, that, that's a weird thing to just be like, yeah. The reason Arsenal aren't going to succeed is because of this thing that everyone does. Like. You know, you know the reason Arsenal aren't going to succeed? It's because they eat spaghetti. Like, it's such a weird thing to just be like, yeah, man, that's your problem. So I remember uh, the uh, the Best of Enemies, it was called, with Patrick Vieira and Roy oh, King, yeah. they did for ITV. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as Patrick Vieira comes across very uh, reasonable, laid back, even though he was on the pitch, he could be, he could be quite aggressive. Yeah, def- well, yeah quite, definitely. Yeah. Big time, um, yeah. I kind of miss it, that kind of yeah. Fighting was, spirit he had, yeah. and um, he was he was but, a pretty smart guy and pretty like yeah. eloquent as well, wasn't and, he? And um, Roy Keane is just uh, they read an excerpt from Ferguson's book complimenting Roy Keane. I've never seen somebody you know work so yada yada, work so hard yada yada. That man's Roy, Keane. and then Roy Keane's like, well, that's actually, I feel that's an insult. <laughs> no one, no one, uh, no one thanks the uh, the postman when he when he uh, delivers the post. Oh my god. It's like, yeah, you're right, Rookie. Next time I, I see my postman, I'm going to give a nice kiss, you know, yeah, hug. What? <laughs> do you want to do you want to come in for a cup of tea? Yeah. Anyway, but um, he's again, just... it's like like I said, it's that it's that abuse thing. Yeah. Like any form of praise, if you accept any form of praise, it's a sign of weakness. Like yeah. you know, it's a sign of vanity. It's just like it like it's okay, man. Like it's it, you know, if someone does well, it's okay to tell them. Like you don't have to just constantly berate people like it's you know you're you're allowed to experience joy like that he just seems to be like you know if you're not if you're not a hard man if you're not a hard man then it's like you're doing it wrong and it's just like that is such a like bullshit like old school way of like that that element of the game has evolved so much 
that it like his I mean clearly his track record as a manager like speaks for itself it's just been like failure after failure after fa- it's not even like he it's not even like he had like one initial success is it like he's just, he's done mm. shit everywhere he's gone um he still keeps getting hired somehow yeah. and it's just like it yeah he's I don't know whether it uh, but he's a terrible pundit as well so I don't know whether he should just hang up and become a pundit full time or whether people will get sick of him doing that because initially it'll be quite entertaining but then you just be like we already have the no nonsense pundit hard man in Graham Sunis. I mean do we really need <laughs> yeah, another exactly, one yeah do we really need another That's true, yeah Sunis is very similar in that like he constantly talks about how many trophies he won in, you know in an era well before you know in an era well before the, the the way the game has changed to what it is now. The thing is, Graham Sunis, uh, I've seen clips, he could somewhat play a decent pass. Yeah. Like I mean, he could yeah. kick the shit out of people, but he was also had a good, somewhat technical ability. Roy Keane was just... I think, didn't he also, he also achieved some, like he was, he did like, he achieved some level of success as a manager, is that right? Like, um, he, I feel like he did better than Roy Where's he been? Keane. I think he was at like, Rangers and was he at Southampton? He was at a few. He was at Southampton. I think he was at Newcastle. I think he briefly was Liverpool manager as well. Yeah, I think he had some. I feel like brief he won. Success. I feel yeah. like he won at least one thing. Um, yeah. Whereas again, that's one more thing. That's one hundred percent more trophies than Roy Keane has ever won as a manager. Well, I think. Oh, I'm going. I might, I might say. I think he might with Sunderland. He might. Didn't he win the championship with Sunderland? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, but um, but yeah, um. Where was I? Where was it? What was I saying? Um, oh yeah, and then he was complaining about the uh, the Ar- Irish uh, World Cup training facilities. They basically didn't have they didn't have bibs or cones, <laughs> and the pitch was dry, so he, he kicked up a fuss. Which is what you do when you're the uh, captain of yeah of your team. You uh, kick up a fuss and walk out. Yeah, what you do. Yeah, again, great example. You know. Again, you you as the leader, uh, just a great, great example. Um, so let's have a look. Sorry, I'm just looking up whether Roy Keane's won anything as a manager. Um, he is the joint most successful Irish footballer of all time, having won 19 major trophies, 17 of which came with Manchester United. So we're going to talk about. We could talk about uh, Mark Gold Gold Goldrich. I think, yeah, I mean. It does. Yeah. That's. I think like we could stop talking uh, shit about Roy Keane before. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, like I said, just... I realised it's sort of a bit hypocritical. It's not nice to talk shit about people, but I was talking shit about Roy Keane. Yeah, but it's like it, it's... It, 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 in, a, in a humorous context mm. because it's kind of funny. But yeah, it's his bread and butter. Like it's, it's yeah. just <clears throat> yeah. What can you do? It's um, okay. Um... What was the other thing? I remember uh, the. I think I've said this before on on the podcast. The when United played Newcastle and and Newcastle won like four three, and uh, he Roy Keane tried squaring up to Alan Shearer, and there was like there was no one protecting Alan Shearer. He was just standing there giving him the the hard stare. Yeah, I don't know if I'd really want to be in a running with Alan Shearer. To be fair, no, <laughs> that's one guy I wouldn't want to. Have Especially a- like, I mean, was it was it at St James's yeah, Park? Yeah, it was like why would you? Yeah, and Roy Keane go just- up against. Oh, speaking of going up against Alan Shearer, we've got to talk about Michael Owen as well. Oh, oh another, yeah. Another shitty another X-Men United player. I did briefly like his reply in an in a ironic like of a tweet. It really, it, it was it was kind of breathtaking that it's like, 
of all the responses, it was like he was going to call out Alan Shearer you, for not being loyal to yeah. Newcastle. Like, Even though he kind of was. It, yeah, but it's... <laughs> a bit it's, more loyal than Michael Owen, but... Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, can't find out if... Uh, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, so Sunderland secured promotion. Um, yeah, so I think he might have won... One one thing. One yeah. No, won. no, no, not exactly a big trophy. Well, yeah, he got. I mean, how promoted. Many, how many times has Neil Warnock won it? Yeah. He got yeah, he got promoted with Sunderland to the Premiership, uh, and then it says the season after their lowest point came at Goodison Park, where they were beaten seven one by Everton. <laughs> great stuff. Great stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I've always wondered, does he like? Does he sit at home? Does he really like look into tactics? Does he really read up? Does he? Learn from people like Arrigo Sacchi in the AC Milan team of the 80s and he 90s. He doesn't need to. He played on Alex Ferguson. Oh, he, yeah. He, he doesn't need to. He, 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 Alex Ferguson, you know, won uh, four uh, hundred trophies. Um, what else could there be to learn? You know, like everything Ferguson Just did won him trophies. So. Is you bully everybody around you. Yeah. You alienate every, everybody around you. Yeah. And so don't, it was their fault for. Uh, yeah. If you're hiring an assistant manager, don't. Nobody that's going to get in your way. Just some spineless fucking craven dipshit that's going to go along with absolutely everything that you say. Um, that made me laugh when everyone was like, like when Mike Phelan came back to United because they were like, oh yeah, Mike Phelan's back. It's going to be good now. And it's like. Why would what makes you think that? Like Mike Phelan was just like, like a, was just a the, long-term Ferguson yes man because he didn't yeah. want to speak to the BBC. Yeah, exactly. He's just the guy that did the interviews when Ferguson got pissed off or was too drunk to speak to the press, and then he didn't. What he managed a club on his own for a little while and fucking ran that into the ground, didn't he? Like he was. I think he was. Was he briefly at Portsmouth? One of those I think he was briefly whole City manager. Yeah. As well. He was, yeah, yeah he, he was shit on his own as a manager. And then, yeah, he's back at United and every, like all United fans are just, because they recognise him mm. off the telly. <laughs> like, they're just like, oh yeah, Mike Phelan's back. Like, how many coaches do Man United have? There's, there's Mike Phelan, Michael Carrick. There's yeah. some other guy Mickey there. Mickey Butt, I think, is part of the looks like as a well, 12 year old. There's a guy there who looks like he's 12. Yeah. And I'm just like, how many coaches did he need? Well, I think, yeah, pretty much all the class of 92 are on the coaching staff now, aren't they? So apart, from, apart from David Beckham. He's, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't uh, well, be surprised yeah. one day they come calling for David Beckham. That, yeah. I can't... How, how far off are we from Beckham being linked with the England job? Because oh, that is just like, you know... Especially like you know, regardless of, between then and now, if he doesn't manage a game in his life, it's isn't still going to happen. Hasn't he like, been more just a celebrity than a footballer? Major- yeah, like it's been how yeah. long? He's been majority more of a celebrity than a footballer. Yeah, I mean, clearly. I mean, he's still, you know, he still. There was that charity game where he still like he could somewhat play, but. Eh. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's well and he's truly a, retired. He's a, he's like, a celebrity. He's, yeah, no. I mean, he, he did a lot to raise the profile of the game and everything, especially in America. But mm. yeah, it's like he's not. He, was there ever a point where he was like one of the best in the world? Um, maybe in, for his position. I think yeah, on I, the right I, midfield. Probably when he first went to Madrid, maybe. Yeah. I think, but. But then they like, didn't really play him there because Luis Figo played. Uh, yeah, there. exactly. That's so they I mean. played. Like, they, like... It was a thing with Madrid. They had all these players. Like I didn't see the point. Even we were talking about Michael Owen. Why would you go to Madrid when Ronaldo's? Yeah, there? you're just I mean, going to be sitting on the bench yeah. for Ronaldo. Well, yeah, so the, well, the one everyone likes. You we'll know? talk. About, 
yeah, we'll talk about the Michael Owen. So Michael Owen uh, has got a, a, a book out um, and in it he talks about the, the biggest regret of his career was leaving Real Madrid to go to Newcastle. Um, what he seems to conveniently be forgetting is that he left Liverpool... He didn't have to leave Liverpool. No, he could have stayed there. He could have stayed there. become a club legend. He could have, or he could have stayed there. You know, four seasons and then gone somewhere else. He because he was so young. Yeah. Um, didn't have to go to Madrid in the first place. Went to Madrid. Made I don't know, ten substitute appearances. Um, I think he scored in one Clasico. Yeah, I think he might have scored in one against Barcelona. He actually had like a really good record as like a substitute because yeah. I think pretty much every time they brought him on, he did score. But it was like clearly it was like in matches where they were already well, against he wasn't, like he wasn't impacting yeah. games in any meaningful way because otherwise he would have been starting. And like you said, he's in a fucking team with Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, not the not Cristiano Ronaldo, um, the Brazilian. Oh, the, yeah, sorry, yeah. Brazilian Ronaldo. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, that came later. The, yeah, the, the, the one everyone likes. Yeah. We all like the good Brazilian one, yeah. Ronaldo. We all like him. Yeah, chubby, uh, chubby, chubby yeah. Arno, uh, yeah. Ronaldo. Um, yeah, and then, then, yeah, so was he there for one season or two seasons? I think he was maybe two or three. I think, yeah, he was there for like, he, he was came so, back. He, he was so- fit for one season, did the classic Michael Owen thing of getting injured, uh, and then came back to, he says in the book he wanted to, he had his heart set on going back to Liverpool. He wanted to go back to Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and, Whatever reason they weren't, they weren't putting up the money, or the, I think at that point the club had just moved on and didn't want to mm. take a risk on an injury-prone striker like him. Um, so yeah, he, uh, he he went to Newcastle instead, which he said he regretted. Um, so this was when they were trying to revamp. They had like Allardyce yeah. as the manager, and they brought in like was Freddie uh, Shepherd was still the chairman. Was it um, who? Is I mean, Freddie Shepard was still like a dick, but I mean, compared to Mike Ashley, he's like mm. fucking Willy Wonka. Like he's like yeah, um, but yeah. So he yeah. So Michael Owens, you know, moaning and bitching about uh, having to play for Newcastle, getting injured almost immediately because he's Michael Owen, um, and uh, saying that like. So for he had to play under Alan. Alan Shearer came in as uh, as manager for like the final yeah. nine games of the season they got relegated. Um and uh yeah he surprise surprise he fell out with yeah Joey Barton, obviously. Because there's huh. that game against Liverpool where Joey yeah. Barton just hacked Chabi Alonso, I think. Yeah. And got straight red, I think. And uh and Shira didn't even he just blanked him totally as he walked off the pitch. And uh yeah. And Michael Owen probably and they I think he also fell out with uh Michael Owen as well when he was there. So yeah. yeah. Well, it, yeah, he, uh, he, yeah, he was uh, saying that, yeah, Shearer. My childhood just crumbled that England team of '98 <laughs> with Shearer and Owen. Yeah, it turns oh, out, they turns out they're all cunts. They yeah. don't like each other. Yeah, um, yeah, but then it, so he, Shearer made him play in a match that he thought he wasn't fully fit or something. Or, uh, or he, I think the other, the other one was that he got knocked unconscious, wasn't it? He got knocked unconscious in a match, and the Newcastle fans were like booing him as he got stretched <laughs> off, um, because he'd been playing so poor, like he'd clearly been half-assing it so much in the games that he had managed to get fit for, um, and they had spent. So at that point, I think he was the up until uh, they Newcastle signed that uh, what's his name. Uh, recently, I think he was, Michael Owen was still their record signing, wasn't he? 
This is from mm. like 2005. We need a we need a Geordie fan on to tell yeah. us. I don't I, know. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty sure he was still their record signing uh, up to that point. And this is again, this is from like 2006 or something. Like it's it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, and that, so and he was saying that Newcastle. Uh, Basically saying that, yeah, Newcastle fans are stupid and, like, the whole club mentality is that, like, they think they've got, like, Newcastle fans think they have a big club just because they have a big stadium and lots of fans. That's, and it's just like, Michael Owen, what the fuck is your definition of a big club if it's not, I don't, like, just because they're not, like... I consider, I've said it also before, I consider Newcastle one a far bigger club than someone like Tottenham. Yeah, I, yeah. I would count them as a bigger club. Yeah, it's just they've had a had it really bad because they've had a bad ownership and whatnot. But yeah, they've always had a big fan base and lots of good players have played for Newcastle. And, yeah, you know. I do, yeah, I do, but yeah, he was sort of just yeah saying that yeah Newcastle got like a yeah they're delu- I think he literally says they're delusional. Like he, he says mm-hmm. Newcastle fans are delusional, um, and then. Uh, yeah, he was like he was saying like he, he couldn't wait to leave Newcastle. He said like yeah, I couldn't I couldn't wait to retire. And then Alan Shearer clapped back on uh, on Twitter saying that was ob- that was obvious. Um, even when you're on 115k a week, <laughs> bear in mind that's like 2006 money. So that is and then, that's- and then Gary Lineker sort of like third third wheel sort of quoting both saying oh awkward yeah don't want to pick sides. I'm friends with both. But yeah, Michael Owen's response to Alan Shearer, like coming back at him, was saying, like, it's saying, like, it's like you're he, not so loyal to Newcastle. I remember Bobby Robson putting you on the bench and you trying to leave. And it's like, yeah, but he didn't. And then he also went on to become, like, you know, their record goal scorer and the longest serving. Like, you know, like, it's like trying to come at Alan Shearer for, like, not being loyal to Newcastle just seems so insane. Like, it's like, we all remember when Steven Gerrard, like, almost went yeah. to Chelsea and then didn't. But like the idea of someone being like, "Oh yeah, Jer- I'm sure he loves Liverpool, doesn't he? Yeah, right. he loves Liverpool." You went he to play to go- for a- where's your? You went to play for LA Galaxy for uh, like six months. Yeah, how dare you? Sir? Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, or like Chelsea fans getting mad that like Frank Lampard went to go play for Man City when Chelsea didn't offer him a contract. Like they just let his contract run out. It's just like yeah, oh that's loyalty for you. Like, it's just yeah, uh, again, stupid, stupid football fan mentality from Michael Owen, um, who, yeah, it turns out is even more of a dipshit than we thought. I think we've talked about it before, like how, like, how I, stupid he is. I loved all the, his account and all the tweets he was making before he made that tweet. And it was always very, I mean, for, for someone like Michael Owen, you get very little engagement. Mm. I mean, I get little to no engagement, but um, yeah. Michael Owen gets maybe average at 100, 100 likes, 100 likes, 100 likes, and then the one he made for Alan Shearer, which gets like 50,000. <laughs> then back to... But he's probably, I would imagine he's been ratioed to fuck on that one. Like, I, it's I like, There's probably I'm... loads of likes, but then like, the, you know, yeah. there's like maybe 50,000 likes and like 20,000 replies. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. And then it goes straight back to, well, that was, uh, uh, that that escalated quickly. Uh, yeah. uh, my book's coming out. Uh, yeah. Make sure to buy my book. Yeah, exactly. That's That's what it comes down to. But it's, yeah. Yeah, and I think I don't know if I mentioned this before or not, but yeah, Michael Owen predicted at the start of this season that um, Bournemouth were going to be relegated. I think Bournemouth mm. are going to finish 18th, and it turns out he's predicted Bournemouth to get relegated in four out of the five seasons they've been in the Premiership. So at this point, it's clearly just he wants to be proven right. Like he just keeps putting him in every season. Then if it, against Bournemouth, if it finally I don't know, but if it finally happens, he can be like, yeah, well, I've been saying it for a while, you know. 
It's just like I, never mind. Never mind the seasons where they finished, you know, tenth and eleventh. <laughs> like it's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What an asshole. BT, they got such great pundits. Man, yeah. Paul Scholes. I'm excited to see who Amazon Savage bring in. And um, Sutton. And all that. Chris Sutton. Oh my god. Yeah, we can't we we can't talk about Chris Sutton anymore. I feel like we yeah. But I did want to talk about that. That. As a joke, I did put on the on the Twitters. I just said, "Oh, Chris Sutton's such a great pundit." <laughs> yeah, and someone, no nonsense. Tells, tells like someone it is. went for and it. And some Tottenham fan was like, "Oh my effing god, you yeah. need your ears sorted." Yeah, it's just like <laughs> lol. No, mate, he tells it like it is. No, he's the best without pundit, any. Um, yeah, like a fucking robot without any emotional joy. Um, uh, great stuff. Yeah, uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with more Man United trash talk. <laughs> And we're back. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we we teased it a little earlier, folks, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna finally talk about um, possibly that. Would you say he's sort of like a kind of perfect microcosm of everything we talk every, like when we're talking about like football fans online? The football mark. Yeah, it, it's funny enough. He is called Mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the ultimate Mark. Um, that yeah. That every time we're sort of talking about like a stereotypical kind of reactionary like football fan online. We're basically talking about this guy because he just embodies everything so perfectly. Mark Goldbridge. Um, now he's a guy, what does he, is he just, is he just like a YouTube guy or what is he? Like he I, just, I think he might be on Twitch. Yeah. I think he's a Twitch guy. He plays a lot of FIFA. Yeah. Um, and don't, don't play FIFA. It's the worst football game ever. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's, uh, is that him saying that or you saying me. that? Yeah. That's you saying that. I am a yeah. yeah. You're a Pez. You're a Pez. I'm a Pez guy. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, yeah. He. Uh, I. I first became aware of him because I follow on Twitter. I follow the the accidental partridge account, uh, which retweets and posts videos of various public figures acting in a profoundly Alan Partridge type way, without you know, like unintentionally, like just in the wild. So you, you get a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of like Richard Maidley type people and like just people, you know, a lot of that sort of thing. But uh, they went through a period of a couple of weeks of posting videos of this Goldbridge guy. Uh, and I was just like, how is this re-? like, because like the, the beautiful thing about it is that it is like Alan Partridge started out as a, you know, his, the, the character started out as a sports journalist um on like was it on the hour or day to day yeah well on yeah. it was on the radio first wasn't oh, it? Yeah, it was yeah. on the hour i don't know if he was part of that but yeah yeah and then on later on on tv it was on like the day to day uh and then he you know spun off into his own his own shows but like his his origin story is that yeah he was he was he was the sports guy he was the sports guy for the the day to day program um and it's like he like obviously the, the character of Alan Partridge is from Norfolk but Steve Coogan is from Manchester. So it's like, even though he's doing this character, there's still enough of Steve Coogan in there that Alan Partridge does have a little bit of like a mank mm. twang to some of the things he says. And obviously this Goldbridge guy is also from, from Manchester. So it is like, if you were, if you were doing like a full scale reboot of Alan Partridge for 2019, like imagine like the movie yesterday, yeah. but instead of, instead of the Beatles, it was Alan Partridge <laughs> and you were like creating Alan Partridge from scratch. No one knew what Toblerone was. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew what a travel lodge was. Um, you'd have to like. No one listened to Hawkwind. Yeah, <laughs> come back on ELO and carry on playing. 
um we got other we got stuff otherwise we're just gonna yeah. keep doing alan partridge quotes but yeah if you like i said if you were rebooting it from the ground up you would you, the character you would create still i would i would wager not be as funny <laughs> as mark goldbridge is without even without even meaning to be the first video i saw was um Again, it was it was from the 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 accidental partridge account where he was uh, talking about Mar- it was sort of at the height of uh, I think it was just before Mourinho got sacked, uh, and he was saying that like you know a lot of people don't like Mourinho. He's got a reputation as a as a bad man, but let's not forget he has done some good things. He's won some trophies, like like and then the first example he lands on is Henry the Eighth, <laughs> like Henry the Eighth. <laughs> Henry VIII, uh, you know, did a lot of uh, a lot of bad things, but he also uh, did some good things, you know. So you can't you, you can't you can't be so quick to to judge, you know. Great men often uh, do things that aren't that aren't necessarily so great. It's just like, yes, Mark Goldbridge, yes, jo- Jose Mourinho is is the Henry VIII of football. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly correct. Um. And then, like like you said, he's I think he's primarily a Twitch streamer, from what I understand. Yeah. So there's there's just endless uh, videos of him uh, playing <laughs> playing FIFA and complaining about it. Uh, so great. The uh, the one the best one was um, it's not it, the ball. It's, it's not over the line. It's not over the line. Oh, it is over the line. Yeah, it, it is. is over the line. Yes. Why did he do that? Why did he do that? <laughs> it's like- he gets so angry and then gives up, but then he like builds up a head of steam again. Like he gets angry, he has to find something else to get angry about because he's already already worked himself up. Um, oh, God. Yeah, there's the great one where he's like he's obviously playing as as United against Tottenham, and like Tottenham score a good like you know whoever it is you know Dembele or someone scores from like outside the area with an amazing goal he's like what a jo- what a scripted joke that's absolutely that's FIFA all over for you that and he's just he's so mad that like he thinks that like FIFA is like work actively working against him because you know the the computer scored a good goal um it's just Which, yeah was it so during funny. the weekend I can't remember which game it was but there was a very FIFA-esque goal own goal scored I can't remember who it was now. Wow. Um, it was like... Oh, was it, you thought it was one of the internationals? Yeah, one it? of yeah. the internationals where... Yeah. Uh, it, was it Northern Ireland? It might have been... Because um, I remember reading about it and it was like, yeah, like the headline was literally like, yeah, like Northern Ireland or whatever, like gain a point from bizarre own goal. <laughs> yeah, it was like either they crossed the ball in, the goalkeeper went one way, the, head, the defender headed it and then it bounced. It's sort of like, I can't remember which game it was now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I've derailed you now. That's but, um, right. It's, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, he encapsulates everything about United fans that I just say, it's, it's just, it's perfect. It is. It's beautiful. Like, like I said, it's like you could, you could write for a hundred hours trying to come up with uh, a character like that, and it still wouldn't be as funny. Like he took a picture on Twitter. Oh, it was a yeah. picture of his beer and saying, <laughs> just, deep down, Arsenal fans wish I supported them yeah. instead of the jokers that they have running their fan casts or whatever. Yeah. And I, I replied saying, I, I, it's true. I, I it really, really is, it but wasn't. like not for the reasons you think, Mark. <laughs> really- like, it's just like, it's, yeah. Like, yeah, watching him try and like do the mental gymnastics to justify all the shit that goes on at United, but for Arsenal would be so, so funny. Um, 
Yeah, that was that. Yeah, I remember seeing that tweet and just being because he's. I think he's in like a beer garden or something as well, isn't yeah. he? It's just a photo of like he's sat outside in the sunshine with a pint on his own. Apparently, like he's not with anyone. I think he's married, but anyway, no way. I think he might be. I think he is married, but because he sometimes tweets like about his wife. It might mm. not be real, but uh, mm. yeah. Might be a blood. Uh, yeah, she's Canadian. Might be a, one of those anime pillow things. Yeah, body pillow. <laughs> His waifu. It's got a Man United shirt. It's got a Roy with anime gum. He's United got a Roy Keane yeah. body pillow. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, his his wife is uh, Canadian. She goes to another school, so we we probably haven't met her. She goes to a different country. Yeah, yeah. she goes. She. <laughs> uh, she goes to a different country. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's. That's Mark Goldbridge. Do do check him out if uh, if you have a chance. Um, I don't know what kind of web presence. It, do, do we know like how how big is he on? Like how many followers has he got on Twitter? I haven't, like, I haven't got me into webs. Me have, I'm just gonna right now. But. I'm just gonna take a quick look. Um, but uh, I just it's pretty fucking hilarious. And actually, uh, my retraction that don't play FIFA. No, that Twitch streamers should play FIFA because it is funny. It's funny. Yeah, but. If you're at home and you just want to play a nice, fun game of football, I wouldn't. But if you are a Twitch streamer and you're someone like uh, him, uh, yeah, it's funny because of all the bad scripting that goes on in the game. Yeah. Just, you you have like someone like Messi and he gets outrun by uh, the slowest centre-back in the game. Yeah. He gets outpaced. It's just like, the, the problem with that game, so many, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's... It's pretty fucking funny when... He's a... Uh... <laughs> There's like compilations of like all the, all the all the examples of scripting in the game, where like no matter how many like he's through on goal, but then the ball will just go over the bar, or somehow hit the bar and then go and then bounce back. Yeah, I love the the every uh, every year when like the the demo for the new FIFA comes out, there's always like a YouTube compilation of all the glitches. Yeah. Um, where like yeah the shit just it like the running animation gets all fucked up and like the players disappear into the ground. You yeah. just, they're just there from like the waist up running around or like they trip over over nothing and they just sort of fly away like that that's always really funny um true that has happened to me when i played on <laughs> um on pez six that has happened to me where some for some reason my goalkeeper will run run off to the side <laughs> sometimes or um when if you tag with somebody and they just they just stay in the in the animation yeah, and then they go sliding off. It has happened. <laughs> it has happened, but on the one occasion, very rarely. But that is, yeah, it's I, pretty I love, funny. Yeah, glitches like that are always amazing. Like there's, I think it's Skate Three uh, has there's a there's so many compilations on YouTube of like glitches from Skate Three where the physics get all fucked up, and it's just you get all these like weird ragdoll mechanics. Mm. And it, yeah, so so funny. There's um, one time I was playing a wrestling game, and there was like. The Undertaker, I think he just sort of went out the ring, but his whole body got stretched by the <laughs> by the mat. So his legs were fine, but his body was like oh, that's grotesque. It was like, it was like just like a pizza box. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's like there was that glitch. There was quite a famous glitch in The Sims Two, I want to say, uh, where I think if you moved if you moved a baby, uh, its limbs would get all fucked. It like it would suddenly grow like eight feet tall, and its limbs would go all weird, and it looked like a like a weird like slender man mm. like obviously like the whatever it is like the modeling just fucking glitched out and it like its eyes would come away from its head it was yeah it was That's- horrifying but really funny um incidentally mark goldbridge has 138 followers on twitter 
Just solely um, 138? Or I thought it'd be more than that. 138, sorry, 138,000. Ah, okay. 138K. It's like, um, what? Only 138? Uh, yeah, his header image, uh, Mark Goldbridge of the understand... Oh, oh, sorry, of the United stand. And uh, his... Uh, does his, he actually go... He, has, he does go to the games. He's not like like me. He just sits at home watches... I don't know. Is, is, I'm a plastic his, fan. His bio says, uh, not a voice for the fans, just a fan, presenter for United Stand M- MUFC. So I think he is, he's, like a, yeah, like, he's like a fan zone guy. I do kind of feel um, like... Oh, some breaking news. Uh-oh. Two hours ago, he's tweeted, didn't realise Pez was out tomorrow. Might have to give it a whirl while we wait for FIFA 20. I was, he's so really spoiled the surprise. That'll be coming to Twitch soon. I was we watch gonna, Goldbridge playing Pez. I was going to um, promote... Yeah, because Man United are... Um, Licensed this year. I was going to promote. I was going to for me. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I got to it now. I got. I got to cut across you here. So we've got. Oh my god. I could just read his Twitter feed out and it just be amazing. So the tweet immediately before that from three hours ago. James Bond should be a woman. This isn't in response to anything. He's not replying or quote tweeting anything. It's just 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 on its own. James Bond should be a woman. This is the problem with today's offended by everything <laughs> culture. Everyone thinks they have a right to complain about anything. His name's Bond, James Bond, not Janet. And then he's threaded that with a reply to that. And to those clowns saying it's disrespectful to women to say James Bond shouldn't be a woman, he doesn't put like a colon, it's just a full stop. It just ends the sentence there. I would never disrespect women. My mum's one. <laughs> this, is, this is what I mean. Like, is this performance art? Is this like Kaufman-esque performance art? Because on one hand, it's like, God, that'd be so great. But... It's, oh my God. Yeah, six hours ago today, Matteo Guendouzi. Hate saying anything. <laughs> hate saying it. He's took, oh, he's took Pogba's shirt hate, number from in the French team. Matteo yeah. Guendouzi. Hate saying, but he's got way... He's... Wait, sorry. Hate saying, but he's way above any midfielder we've got other than Pogba. <laughs> Makes me sick how weak we are in the midfield. But you got McTominay. <laughs> Black Hawk Down. What a film. <laughs> That's just a tweet on its own. Oh, God. Oh, this, my this, God. This, this guy's this, a genius. Damn, I really think he is just performance art. I hope so, because if it is, it's just so beautifully executed. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's just, like I said, it's, it's, it's pure, like, Alan Partridge. But it, it's, yeah. I do kind of feel like maybe, kind of like with, dare I say, PewDiePie, where, like, you start off, you're just a Twitch stream, you just, but then the memes and people catch on to who you are and you sort of become this yeah. character. Yeah, you have to create you have to massive create, persona. Because now you're popular and famous, do you have to create this persona? In PewDiePie's case, yeah, you have to create this yeah. persona of a massive racist, yeah, yeah. Uh, giant anti-Semite. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a character. It's some, a character some go, playing for the yeah. stream. Unfortunately, he, some go off the deep end and others yeah. maintain character. And yeah. the ones that maintain character are the best. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, the, yeah, the only good Twitch streamers for me are, are Limmy, um, for obvious reasons, because Limmy is is a is a genius. Uh, it's, like, it's like modern day wrestling, you know. You got to maintain your character. Yeah, you got yeah, you, you got your, you got your you don't heels break, you don't and break your faces. Your and uh, yeah, it's like or, or clowning, you know, like cl- yeah. proper clowns never break character, you know. It's yeah, but yeah, the only good streamers to me are uh, for, for Twitch are Limmy and uh, the Go Off Kings. They're they're mm. the only uh, they're the only good ones. Um, so that's. We we've talked enough shit about Man United, haven't we? Um, yeah. Was, yeah. It, was there anything else we got to do there? I think we've we've caught up on, on all mm. our uh, all of our trash I mean, talk. I think we've done quite enough to trash talking. Hopefully, we'll get some uh, some bait. That'd be cool. Caught debate. I mean, if, if, if people talking shit about Roy Keane, if Goldbridge gets wind of it and retweets yeah, it, I mean, he's got 138k followers. That might actually be pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
And we, yeah, even if it is all just angry United fans, <laughs> that would be even funnier because then we can just do an episode reading all of our hate mail and death threats. Um, yeah. Are you, United fans known for death threats? Or they just. The internet is. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. yeah. It's just 12 year old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the internet is definitely. And, uh, you know, especially if he's a Twitch streamer, I mean, you know, video game fans are, you know, it's a famously chill community yeah. uh, that's very, you know, understanding of things like humor. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be good. Uh, so should we should we get into some some cultural appropriation? We've, we've talked a lot of football yeah. today. Uh, un- uncharacteristically so for this podcast, we've talked a lot of football. But I guess we went off for two weeks, so we mm. had a lot to catch up on. So, yeah, let's do some uh, some cultural appropriation. So this is the, the bit of the show where we uh, just recommend some bits of pop culture and whatnot that we like that, uh, you know, you can choose to, to check out if uh, if you're cool like us. Uh, Lawrence, you got anything for us? Well, um, you mentioned it earlier. I was, I was going to, because the new uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2020 is coming out on mm. the 10th tomorrow. Um, I'm not going to get it straight away. I'll probably wait till my birthday or something. But um, yeah. yeah, it looks... Looks real good. I've been playing the demo. Look real fun. Real, real improvement in parts. Yeah. yeah. Just outdoing Pez in the gameplay department. Just every year. Outdoing FIFA, you mean? And FIFA. Yeah, outdoing yeah. FIFA in the yeah. gameplay department. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I did, we, you know, you might have a new convert in Goldbridge. I mean, if he if he plays it and no, enjoys it, I think it's it, because then... um, Man United are licensed this year. Last year, oh, okay. it was Liverpool and Arsenal. Right. And this year, it's Man United and Arsenal. Right. But um, they're not going to have this year. It's not going to be Merseyside Red. They've they can now call them Liverpool. Uh. And so yeah, you, you miss those. Yeah, you know, now you're going to miss it now. Yeah. I miss having Merseyside the, Red. The and, weird sort of bootlegged. And yeah. um, uh, what was Crystal Palace were called like South Norwood, I think. <laughs> I think they were called something like wow. that. Uh, that's just, that sounds so like Sunday League. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, it's like uh, a fictional. Like a fictional, uh, like team but name. They got from... a bit bland. They just started being real generic, like West London White. That's yeah. uh, and the North London White, North London which is White. Yeah, yeah. Tottenham and yeah, but now they they can call them like Manchester, Liverpool, West mm. Ham. It's just they won't have the kit. Yeah, they will have the players and the likeness and whatnot. But um, yeah, there's but um, yeah, real. They've gone with Serie A, full Serie A license this year, and mm. they used to have it, but then EA comes along and back and forth, back and forth, and yeah. this year, Pez will have a few couple more licenses, which is nice, and uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've talked be before playing. about the amount of money for like likeness, likeness and licensing rights, mm. how much that's worth in the modern game, and it's, yeah, pretty astronomical. They have, um, they don't know, they used to have the Spanish League, but then EA... They don't have the German league, but they will have Bayern Munich this year. They didn't have Bayern Munich for the past maybe since 2015, I think. No, 2016. And mm. uh, But Bayern Munich is back in the game. Bayern's back, baby. Yep. And so you could play as Lewandowski and Coutinho because he's now oh, at yeah. Bayern Munich. And All your favourites. All your favourite German and Brazilian Polish players who yeah. play for that club. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, are you going to be playing uh, NBA 
2K20. Uh, I've it's got, got Idris Elba in it. I saw uh, the advert on telly. I've got 2K19. I used to have barely played it because it's <laughs> it is good, but it's the buttons are so complicated. Is Just, the is the story mode any good? Because they're really that's pushing the, that. That's the, I think for those marketing. sorts of things you have to like play online, and I don't have a subscription to play right. online. Oh, okay. But um. I don't know. I, don't, I just try, I just generally play um, what they call in America. They call them is it scrambles or something like that. They, uh, they don't call them like, like exhibition egg? or fringe. It's scrimmage. Scrimmage. Oh yeah. They just call them scrimmages, and because yeah. it's the thing I have to get with American lingo and just yeah. like, oh scrimmage. Yeah. So that's like, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I have two K two K twenty because. I barely play 2K19 as it is. I yeah. Another. Which one? One of them had like a story mode with like Michael B. Jordan in it and uh, Hannibal Burris mm. was it. Because I remember listening to his podcast. He was talking about there's like a scene in a barbershop where like he plays like, like we're talking about like sports fans that just have like insanely bad takes on stuff. And he was like, he like he was saying like, that's what he likes to do. Like, you know, he likes to come up with just in real life. He likes to come up with just like the most insane basketball take and just see if people take the bait or not so it's like I think his character in like uh, whatever it is like NBA 2K17 or whatever was like <laughs> I think Steph Curry's just lucky <laughs> like, there is one account I've seen called Barry McCockina this hmm. is kind of a joke but he kind of does that kind of bad sports take yeah but it is kind of I know but then they sort of come out of character to say something serious like yeah when it was the mr um, trump yeah like, yeah like when it was the the uh super bowl and he was very upset that the patriots won <laughs> like yeah, i don't I think, give I everyone I, I, don't, I mean yeah i don't really follow nfl i don't really care but when well, um, it's back baby you gotta yeah, yeah you, got any, you got any hot picks like yeah the 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 steelers i don't know is that a team <laughs> Yeah, the Pittsburgh, I think. That's, Seahawks, yeah. that's one. Seattle, I know the Seahawks. Seahawks, Seahawks, yeah. Seahawks. Yeah, they're they're in it for the. That's what's so weird. I'm gonna talk about. Um, um, I was listening to one of my old episodes of the Bigfoot Show. Yeah, and they're early because one of them's like really into NFL, and he starts predicting like this is from like 2013. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, he's predicting like. <laughs> NFL, like who's going to win the Super Bowl? Seahawks. Yeah. Wow. Like, oh my God. I better look up in case you see who won. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, I've no idea. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I did watch the Super Bowl uh, this year like, and it was uh, a disaster. They, like, it was. It's just, I don't mind the game necessarily, but it's just, why such a long period of time of nothing and then it's like 10 seconds of play it, and then yeah. it's back to. Well, let's see that play from different angles. It really, angles. yeah, it's a fucking, it's like it's, a five-hour commitment. Yeah. Like, it's so long. And yeah. it's like, you know, a lot of times the halftime show is fucking trash. Yeah. Well. Like, like the, again, this year was Maroon 5, and it was just like, oh, yeah. just awful. Um, uh, yeah, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not... Hopefully I'm someone really... beats the Patriots this year if they're... Yeah. That's what confused me, because um, I thought New England was a state. It turns yeah. out it was it's it's like a region it's a collection of, of, it's states, a collection yeah. of states. I was like, where's New England in America? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just like a bit of yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it's, it's all the it's, it's all the northeastern yeah rich white. It'd be like having like a, a team called like the Midwestern yeah. uh, fanny packs or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's uh, NFL chat for, for today. Uh, I stand with Colin Kaepernick. Hashtag taking knee. Um, 
Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Uh, my, wait, did you have any other any other picks for uh, cultural appropriation? Okay, well, um, here's a record. It's not Tool. Here's a record it's, for it. Yeah, God it's not dear. Tool. God and uh, and uh, I will say it's probably not a band you will like, but they were. Well, it was one of those emo bands from 2007, 2008. Oh boy! <laughs> but their record that came out, I think this earlier this year, I think. It's not a bad record by um, Hello Goodbye, if you remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember he came, that, yeah. He's come out of a record this year. I think it's just him. His name's Forrest Klein. Yeah. I mean, it's just him now. Yeah. He just, uh, but um, it's an album called Sony Natural, S apostrophe, Only Natural. Mm. And uh, it's, it's got a lot of, um, maybe the first three tracks start off very disco, and then it sort of goes into more sort of very chill vibe, kind of Drake mm. kind of stuff. Oh boy. And then towards the end of the, it's more kind of very jazzy, croony stuff. It's a kind of a mishmash of record, but I kind of enjoyed it. It's not a cringy emo yeah. stuff that he was doing for the first record. Yeah. Dinosaurs go rawr. Oh, yeah. God, that's... It's, that's pretty bad. But this album he came out with, it's, I thought it was pretty decent. Pretty okay. decent record. It's that's... kind of a. It's kind of inconsistent in terms of its, uh, you know, sort of tone, but it's, it's all right. Yeah. It's pretty good. The fact that he's doing like Drake style stuff probably means I'll give it a miss. But uh, yeah, check it out, yeah. everyone else. Um, yeah. You're not you're not listening to the new Lana Del Rey album. I no. <laughs> yeah, I, not if you not if you paid me. No. I did think it was quite funny though. Um, speaking of tool, that um, Taylor Swift fans were very upset. Yeah, that that's they were- <laughs> always funny when they get mad. Like the, somebody, yeah. somebody who I saw was tweeting about it, and it got viral. And then he underneath, oh by the way, I'm a Taylor fan, and Tool suck. I'm like coward. Yeah, fuck coward. You, you are making fun of the. They you actually, can't. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, admit that they both suck. Like both their fans are awful, and yeah. the music is shit. Um, Check out Stingfist. It's sound of the summer. summer. <laughs> That's yeah. Even though it's I'm gonna run that into the ground. September now. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So uh yeah. Pez and uh hello goodbye. That's your uh that's your I'm uh, a, I'm stuff. I'm still eighteen years old. Yeah. Emo hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not really emo in the size. I mean, to be fair, his singing is very fem not well, I should say feminine, but whiny. It's, it's very kind of it's not manly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's still kind of weeny nerd voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it, you know, he makes some... No one understands yeah. me. I wouldn't say it's yeah. that bad, but... It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere somewhere below that. Um, at least, is he so, anywhere in, like, the Tom DeLong range? Eh. Where are you? Not slightly. Maybe a tiny, wincy bit mm. of Tom DeLong in there, but not quite as bad. Okay. Uh... I'm gonna recommend. Uh, I'm gonna recommend an album as well, because um, I, I went to the I went to the End of the Road festival uh, last week, um, and it was uh, it was really great. It's a like, small festival in in Dorset. Um, they have a really great lineup every year. They got loads of like the music is good, but they got so much other like cool stuff there. They got like silent discos every night. The food is amazing. Um, the, you know they got like various like kind of like you know disco tents around the site they got like a uh rough trade sponsor the festival in some capacity i think so they got like a like a like a full-blown like record store set up in the middle of the festival um 
there's like arts and crafts. You can make shit. You can, uh, the, you know, there's a Ferris wheel there. There's, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff, um, that, that goes on there. Um, they have a cinema, they have a cinema tent that shows films more or less 24 seven. You just go in and sit and watch a movie. Um, and it's all like decked out to look like the, uh, the black lodge from twin peaks, which is, uh, which is very, very cool. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, one of the one of my highlights of the festival, one of the bands I was most looking forward to seeing was Parquet Courts, um, and uh, that, their album Wide Awake, which came out last year, twenty eighteen, was probably one of my one of my favorites um, from from last year. Um, probably, probably my favorite like, guitar record, my favorite like you know indie indie record of of last year. So I'm gonna recommend that. Check out Wide Awake by Parquet Courts. Very uh, very energetic. Very punky but melodic it's it's kind of cool like the 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 lyrics are kind of quite cerebral and wordy but the melodies are mostly very very catchy so like the songs are like quite kind of earwormy like they'll stay in your head but you won't necessarily remember like there's not like choruses to a lot of the songs so you won't like you won't remember many of the lyrics so it, it, but you'll just remember like these little like the, you know the tunes themselves, um, which is which is kind of cool. And then you know the more, the more you listen to it, the more of the lyrics you pick up, and the kind of you know the more you realize how clever it is. Um, so yeah, check out Parquet Courts, Wide Awake. Um, and I think for my other recommendation, I'll say a couple of weeks ago I rewatched The Exorcist, um, the you know the the nineteen seventy three movie uh, mm. directed by William Friedkin and. Uh, Man, that shit holds up. It's really good. It's really, really uh, still pretty chilling and, and creepy in, in places, but it's just such a well-made piece of stuff. You can see where it, it like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it was made over 40 years ago. Like, it, it, it it's, you know, it feels a lot, like, filmmakers are still, like, ripping it off today. Like, it still feels incredibly modern for the most part. Um, and it's, yeah, a lot of a lot of very cool, like practical special effects and some great, uh, yeah, just some great performances and it's yeah. I, reading about it, William Friedkin, the director, seems like kind of a nightmare to work with. You know, he was kind of borderline abusive to a lot of the actors uh, that were in the film, but um, you know, like he, he would like he carried like a gun that was filled with blanks and he'd just fire it randomly to get like sk- to get reactions from them. You know, if they weren't acting like scared enough for him, he would just pull out this gun and fire it into the air to make them jump and then film their reaction um, and stuff like that. You know, some of the actress, uh, some of the actors sustained injuries from like, you know, harnesses and stuff that like broke or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's The, the Exorcist. Uh, it's, it's great, folks. Check out The Exorcist. It's scary as hell. Um, so that's, that's about all I got. Um, any, any Bigfoot updates? Since we're no, no. No, they still haven't found him? Nope. No. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. Okay. Well, one. D- okay. Quickly. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, oh, all oh, that oh. stuff that the, uh, that I remember pr- uh, promoting that Seth Breedlove's documentaries stuff that he did. It's about six, but it's all on YouTube for free now. You can watch it. Or if, you, cool. if you're curious, uh, I think you might be able to find it. I can't remember. What, but I think if you just put Seth Breed, Breedlove mm. uh, Bigfoot into YouTube, you'll probably find all the documentaries he's done there's one though i think maybe the third one which is about sort of connection with bigfoot and ufos that was sort of a brief thing because pennsylvania in the 70s there was a brief little 
period of supposed Bigfoot sightings along with UFOs. Yeah. But other than that, I, I ignore all that. And yeah. uh, generally, it's, you know, it kind of shows what's been going on, the sort of where Bigfoot is now, where it sort of talks about the history, et cetera, et cetera. It's pretty decent stuff. You know, if you're curious, if you're into that sort of, yeah, if you want to. Edge yourself into Bigfoot. Yeah, if you want to edge edge to Bigfoot, you know, you want to just edge yourself off to, to Bigfoot. That's uh, yeah, you know, that's your deal. You know, rule thirty four. It's all out there. So that's what you're promoting, that's, right? That's, that's probably the best tweet I ever did. <laughs> if rule, by rule thirty four logic, Bigfoot should exist. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm taking your word for it that there's uh, you know, that kind well, of because it was in reference to um, one of these American Republican senators, I think, who. Allegedly, was caught oh, with like yeah. Bigfoot porn. Yeah, like, yeah. There was some American yeah. politician that had yeah, he had a bunch of like super weird, weird but also like hyper specific porn searches mm. on his computer. <laughs> like that, uh, that was that guy's name, Kurt Eichenwald, who had yeah, he had the the tentacle, yeah, <laughs> the tentacle porn. Oh, me, silly me. I was showing my wife. I was showing uh, my wife that it actually exists. That it exists, and uh, I like to show the kids as well. <laughs> and the, is he the same guy that was like, "This is this is Kurt's wife. He has epilepsy." Yeah, yeah that uh, whole thing. Oh man, that's yeah. Someone apparently sent him a gif that had like a flashing image, and he uh, apparently had like a seizure and like dropped his phone or whatever, and his wife, for, yeah. like rather than help him, had to tweet from his phone being like, this is Kurt's wife, he's had a seizure. Because- it, just, it reminds me of my time, uh, first maybe six months of sixth form, not in terms of the same exact same thing, but just yeah. like becoming like a self-owning machine. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, uh, every like- week something would happen to me, I would just... yeah. I just, what am I doing people, wrong? Yeah, I've got to break this cycle. People say that my ass stinks, but actually it's fine. I mean, yeah. You just pull your trousers down. See, I don't have any poop stains on my ass. I think, I think it was the, the bike, and I stopped riding that bike to school and just walked. Yeah. Before I could drive. I, anyway. Yeah. yeah. You've got a bike before you can walk. You've got to walk before you can run. You've got to run before you can drive. There was something, about, drive that, you, uh, there was something about that bike that people just <laughs> drawn to me. Was it like a unicycle or yeah. something? Yeah. No, it was just a crappy Kia bike. Mm. Came with the car that we had, but um, yeah, it attracted people. Oh, bike! You're on a bike, mate. Bike, bike. You're riding a bike. You're on a bike, mate. Yeah, it wasn't a good time. Oh, bikey! <laughs> oh, bikey! I was like, God damn, I can't wait to drive. You could have just cycled away from them. They kept, they had bikes as well, oh, and no. there was people in the way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's tough. That's yeah. You can't. Can't get out of a situation like that very easily. Apart and from plus, just having off the bike and throwing extremely it long hair wasn't a good look. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I just I had to yeah cut all that off. People fear uh, things that are different. Mm, they anyway, do. they really do. On that note, uh, we should uh, we should wrap it up, and we'll uh, we'll we'll see everybody again soon. Uh, hopefully, we won't have much of a as much of a gap between this episode and the next one, and uh, we'll. Uh, uh, you know, we'll uh, be in touch and that, and uh, yeah, bye.